Welcome to another podcast from the Royal College of Psychiatrists. I'm here with Dr Lawrence Minus-Wallace, who's the Registrar of the College um, and has been part of in this role for nearly 18 months. Welcome, Lawrence. Thanks, Chrissy. Perhaps we can start talking about uh, the key issues facing psychiatry today. I think psychiatrists uh, face uh, many issues, along with, with many other uh, of the health professions at the moment, particularly because of the cuts that uh, all services are facing and how do we respond to the uh, very real issue of, of having to deliver more um, with, within real terms less? And, and, and that's a, a, a short-term issue that will be facing almost every psychiatrist up, up and down the country. Um, a second, but, and for me, equally important issue is, is recruitment. At the last uh, recruitment round for uh, core training posts in psychiatry, we failed to uh, recruit enough psychiatrists uh, to, to fill all our posts. And unless, as, as a profession, we can a- attract young, able doctors into psychiatry, that the, the future will look pretty bleak. Um, so that's, for, for, for me, an absolutely crucial issue that, that the college needs to, to grasp and take forward. I suppose the, the, on a more sort of positive front, I think the, the, in, in, in England, uh, at least, the, the, the new health and social care bill, if it, if it does get passed, gives us real opportunities to get involved in clinical commissioning. I think it's really important that psychiatrists grasp that and, 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 and particularly with our, our general practice colleagues actually get together to make sure that even at a times of financial difficulties we're commissioning services that, that actually we feel will deliver high quality care for patients. Do you have any thoughts about how the payment by results agenda might work? I, uh, a payment by results is only going to apply to England and, and our colleagues in, in, in the other nations I think are, are, are perhaps fortunate that they're going to be saved uh, uh, from, from payment by results. Uh, and, and this is my sort of personal view. I, I have a, a lot of misgivings about it. Um, uh, firstly, it, it isn't, it's never been, of course, payment by results. It, it never has been in acute hospitals. In the, in the acute hospitals, it's been payment by, by activity. Uh, it, 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 the, the more hits you do, the more money you get, never mind the, the, the outcome or the results. In psychiatry, it, doesn't seem to, it seems to me that we're going to be paid by activity. We're going to be paid according to uh, the clusters uh, based on, on HONOS scores that, that, that strike me as not particularly valid and not particularly proven. And uh, I, I think they'll create a, a, a huge uncertainty and difficulties at a time when there are just so many other pressures that we're facing. Uh, however, I do understand that, that, that there is a, a, another view about payment by results, that unless we have it, that we will be disadvantaged in mental health compared with the acute trusts, because the, well, one thing that, that the acute trusts have been very successful at is doing more activity and therefore gaining more money. And, and, and if, if we continue to have uh, the old-fashioned block contracts and, and the acute trusts have spent all the money, that that will be an easy way to, to, to cut. So, so, so my view is that we're going to have to, to try and make the best of it, try and make it work, um, but certainly not slavishly reorganise our services round clusters that, that, that for me remain unvalid and untested. Okay. I mean, these are very big issues that we're affecting psychiatry. Um, how do you feel they relate to the psychiatrists in their actual clinical practice? The ground... I think that there's, there's, as psychiatrists, we've, we've often sort of been rather introspective and, and perhaps too introspective about our role. And, and, and we feel sometimes, I think, a bit defensive and, and, and under pressure. And, and I don't think we, 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 need to feel, we need to feel that at all. 
Um, and, and, and I suppose where I would start with the, the psychiatrist uh, 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 in whatever job they're doing uh, actually has to grasp a leadership role. A, a leadership role not only dealing with the issue of, 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 of services in, in, in their area and commissioning, although I think those are very important, but, but actually a, a leadership role within their, within their clinical teams. Uh, and certainly it's my view, and the, and the college is, is supporting this, is that the psychiatrist should be the leader of the team for a whole variety of, of, of reasons, um, not least of which that, that, that we're uh, often the most highly trained, we, we, you know, we've got huge amounts of experience we're bringing to the, to the post and, and, and can actually have a key role as, as the guardians of quality and, 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 and high standards of, of, of patient care. So I think leadership is something that we, 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 we have to, to, to take forward in a much more uh, assertive way, and that will be for the benefit of, of, of our patients. And I, I was speaking at a, 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 a meeting in, in Newcastle where, where the, uh, the, the chair of, of, of our, our carers group um, was at. And he, he got up, and we were talking about leadership, and he got up and said, well, he as a carer would be amazed if, if the consultant psychiatrist wasn't the leader of the team. And, and, and I think there's an expectation from our patients and carers that we, we, we should have that role. Not in a, 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 an aggressive, you must do this, you must do that with our colleagues, but, but, but actually setting by, by what we do, that the patients are at the heart of what we do and, and, and that we have their, their, their best interests um, uh, it guide, guides what we do. But, but, but a second area, and I think this is an area that, that, that's a bit under pressure, particularly at times of cuts, is to, is to, to, to absolutely clarify what we think the role of, 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 of a clinical psychiatrist is. And I think there's a danger in, in some areas that, that, that we're seen as expensive um, and, and, and that we're the save, therefore, for tricky risk assessments, uh, just dealing with the, the most difficult of, uh, and complex of patients, and, and, and that we rarely have ongoing care, but uh, that, that that role is left to, 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 to our colleagues. Now, I, I think that, that we recognise that we work in a team and that, that there are many uh, activities that can be done uh, equally well and, and, and sometimes better by, by some of our colleagues. I think we have an absolutely key role in, in offering ongoing care for, for, for a group of patients. And, and, and if you speak to uh, psychiatrists from other countries, they would be amazed to think that, 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 that we didn't do that. I, I, I think some psychiatrists uh, are backed into a corner where you're seen as the person that does the risk assessment and prescribes. And, and I think we have to, 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 to really remember that, that we can deliver psychological uh, treatments, uh, sometimes complex psychological treatments, but more often simple behavioural cognitive interventions alongside our, 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 our drug treatments. And, and, and we can uh, help our patients in delivering uh, the social care issues of, of, of helping them look at, looking for work and, and, and homes and, and, and so on. And it's that, it's that ability to offer holistic care um, and, and continuity of care that I think we need to, to hold on to, because it's that that actually many of us find a very satisfying part of our job, uh, uh, rather than uh, simply doing simply doing um, assessments and, and, and going back to recruitment. If, if, if this, the job is going to be seen as something that's going to attract bright and able psychiatrist that strong clinical component to what we do needs to needs to be there mm. and how do you think the college uh, can best support um, psychiatrists you know in their localities in the work that they're trying to do I think that, 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 that the college has to articulate in a, in a clear way uh, some of the things that I've just been speaking to you about um, I, 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 I think one one project that uh, uh, is is underway at the moment is is relooking at what's a doable job. 
uh, the, the, the uh, catchment-based uh, uh, job uh, descriptions that, that sort of 10 years ago actually made a very big difference, that actually that, that, that what was the ca- a reasonable catchment size for an adult psychiatrist, a CAMS uh, psychiatrist, that was, that was enormously helpful in, in, in helping us increase the number of, 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 of consultant psychiatry posts and uh, 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 making the, the job something that people felt was doable and that they didn't burn out with. That's become less relevant now because of the uh, multidisciplinary teams, the, the new roles that other members of the profession take on, um, the functional teams. So, so w- what would the numbers mean if you're split into, into early intervention teams and inpatient teams and so on? And so I think we've got one thing that the college is, is doing uh, uh, with, with faculties, uh, led by the faculties, is actually re-looking at what we think is, 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 is a job that actually enables the consultant um, to, to, to deliver high-quality care. Um, and that is that they have enough time to see, to see the patients, enough time to see relatives, enough time to do outcome measures, um, and enough time to, 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 to actually uh, de- de- deliver treatments that are actually going to, 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 to make our patients better. So I think that's an absolutely key role. Um, it clearly eventually comes down to employers, but, 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 but my sense is that, that, that most employers actually want their employees to be doing high-quality, doable jobs. And, and, and if we don't grasp this nettle, who, who will? Mm. I think a, 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 a second absolutely crucial area for the college at the moment is, 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 is with commissioning, because it, the, if the commissioners uh, uh, don't uh, commission a decent, high-quality services in which psychiatrists are central, um, I, I, I think all will suffer. And, and, and I, I'm very proud of, of, of the, what the college is doing in partnership with the Royal College of General Practitioners and uh, third sector patient and carer charities in, in, in drawing up what we, what we all think is best practice in commissioning. And, and, and early next year, there will be guidance that will come out to inform local commissioners of what sort of services you should be commissioning in primary care psychiatry, liaison psychiatry, dementia services. And these... These clearly, the, the college can't enforce such standards. But if this is a, these standards are those standards set by raw colleges, ourselves, and GPs, and by patients and by carers, uh, actually they, they will be quite powerful. And I think that that's an important way that the college can can, can use its 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 position and its ability to link with other organisations for, for for the benefit of of services and therefore for the benefit of of of, 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 of members. And, and, and uh, I mentioned right at the beginning that, that I thought recruitment is, a, is, is, uh, is, is absolutely crucial for the medium term uh, 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 status and, and, and survival of, of psychiatry. And the, 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 the college has, has agreed that the, the next uh, major campaign will be on recruitment. And, and we've appointed Tom Brown as, as, as an associate registrar to lead on this, focusing on are we getting the right people coming into medical school? Are we getting work experience programmes? Are they? Are, are we recruiting people that actually are thinking about uh, psychological interventions as as, as 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 well as potential surgeons and and, and physicians? At medical school, are we absolutely sure that all the medical schools are offering high-quality, exciting training in psychiatry? Um, in many areas, the number of weeks and the number of sessions is being cut. Um, uh, and then we, 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 uh, at, at a recent meeting um, with the Medical Programme Board in England, 
actually got agreement on this. I'm, I'm hoping will will be will be fully implemented. That there will be a a major shift of over over three hundred posts from surgery and foundation year one into psychiatry. Um, because what we actually what we know is that those doctors uh, that that do foundation year posts in psychiatry are much more likely to to choose a career in psychiatry. And uh, so I feel I feel actually very optimistic that there are there are some very important things the college can lead on to to improve recruitment, um, and, and and I think that's that that's something that that, that we, we we as a college are, are are absolutely focusing on. And just to um, wind it up, Lawrence, just how, say a little bit about how you manage to juggle your time with all these um, the challenges that you know you've talked about over this podcast uh, and in the locality where you're working. I'm lucky in that, that, that I work in a trust that's actually always valued people uh, going outside the organisation. I, I, I've been, I, I, I'm in Dorset and I've been now there for 14 years. If we didn't leave our localities, you become very stale and, and, and you, can't th- that, that you, you get stuck in your ways. And so the, the trust have, have valued uh, me being, and, and other colleagues going outside and bringing, um, bringing new ideas back. And, and, but that has to be sold. Um, it actually has to be seen that that's a role of the of the consultant alongside sitting in a clinic and 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 and, and seeing seeing patients. Um, and, and then it's a matter of of of, uh, of discipline and, and actually how I I, I, I I try to keep a a day a week that I come to London and actually probably now a day a week that I actually go to other parts of the country to to, to, to meetings. Uh, uh, but then, when I'm at, when I'm at work uh, in, in 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 Dorset, it's actually focusing on the things that I can make a difference with locally, uh, and allowing others to to do the to, to do the, uh, the things that don't necessarily need need me. Um, and and I think it's very difficult for for, for, for any doctor to remember we become consultants earlier and earlier, at the, and are going to have to work longer and longer. And you become a consult, consultant at 31, 32 and going to be continuing into your, into your mid sixties. People have to people have to have different things that they do in their career, and, and and so for me, actually, the work at the college has given me a sort of new enthusiasm and a new uh, impetus that that uh, I think I wouldn't have had if I if if I hadn't been fortunate enough to be elected as registrar. Fantastic. Lawrence, thank you very much uh, for joining us. Um, We've really enjoyed talking to you today. Um, If any of our listeners have any comments, please email Lawrence, um, either through the link that's attached to the newsletter um, or at registrar at um, rcpsych.ac.uk. Thank you very much. Thank you.